This message comes from NPR sponsor Carvana. Shop for your next car the convenient way, 100% online with Carvana. Getting pre-qualified takes less than two minutes. Then see your real terms as you shop. Visit Carvana to finance your dream car the convenient way. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Louise Schiavone. Rescue efforts are still underway in the Ukrainian capital following Russia's massive aerial attacks Friday. NPR's Alyssa Nadworny reports the death toll continues to rise as more bodies are found in the rubble. Kyiv's mayor says Friday's attack is the deadliest the city has experienced since the war began. On Saturday, the city of Kharkiv, Ukraine's second largest, was hit by several missiles. A hotel frequented by foreign journalists and NGOs was targeted. Photos and videos show a large hole in the top floors. Dozens were wounded. Residential buildings, a school, and restaurants were also damaged in the attack. The number of wounded and killed in the Russian city of Belgrade, close to the Ukrainian border, also continues to rise. It was there that Russian military officials say Ukraine sent missiles and drones in response to Friday's attack. Ukrainian officials have not confirmed that. Russian officials say Saturday's missile attack on Kharkiv was in response to the damages in Belgrade. Alyssa Nadworny, NPR News, Kyiv. In the Red Sea, a key international shipping zone, the U.S. military says it shot down two anti-ship ballistic missiles fired at a container ship by Yemen's Houthi rebels. The Singapore-flagged ship had reported a missile hit last night and requested aid. U.S. Central Command says that hours later, four boats tried to attack the same ship. U.S. forces opened fire, killing several of the attacking crew. No one on the merchant ship was injured. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu says the war on Hamas in Gaza will continue for many months. Netanyahu spoke yesterday, responding to persistent international ceasefire calls following mounting civilian deaths, hunger and mass displacement in Gaza. Netanyahu also thanked the Biden administration for its continued backing, including approval of a new emergency weapons sale the second this month to bypass Congress. Israel argues ending the war now would mean victory for Hamas. Security will be tight across France on New Year's Eve with thousands of police and soldiers on the streets. As NPR's Eleanor Beardsley reports, the French interior minister says there's a high terrorist threat because of the war in Gaza. Interior Minister Gérald Darmanin said the threat of terrorism is heightened in part because of, quote, what is happening in Israel and Palestine. France has Europe's largest Muslim and Jewish populations, and Middle East tensions often play out here. 90,000 police will be deployed across France with 6,000 in Paris. An additional 5,000 French soldiers will patrol the streets New Year's Eve. Paris's Champs Elysees is a gathering point for the New Year's Eve countdown, much like Times Square in New York. Authorities are expecting more than a million and a half people to pack the avenue. Eleanor Beardsley, NPR News, Grenoble, France. This is NPR. Areas up and down the California coast are again dealing with high tides, resulting from a Pacific storm system. Steve Futterman reports eight people have already been injured in a so-called rogue wave that crashed over a seawall and flooded adjacent streets. Beaches are closed as the coast faces another day of potentially high waves here in Ventura and in other nearby areas. Currently we are in a high tide event um, with high surf. 
We currently are now implementing an, an evacuation warning. Andy Van Skyver is with the Ventura County Fire Department. He says the evacuation warnings have come in places where water is now reaching beachside homes. The high tide has brought many onlookers to the beach. Mia Duncans was taking a video with her cell phone. I lived here my whole life and I've never seen anything this high. <laughs> the high tides are expected to continue through the weekend. For NPR News, I'm Steve Futterman in Ventura, California. Special Counsel Jack Smith is urging a federal appeals court to reject former President Donald Trump's claims that he's immune from prosecution. Smith's team is getting ready for arguments to be heard next month in the U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in Washington, D.C. This weekend, they filed a brief arguing that the idea that Trump cannot be held to account for crimes in office, quote, threatens the democratic and constitutional foundation of the nation. The question, can a former president be prosecuted for actions taken while in the White House, is legally untested. The question is expected to make its way all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court. I'm Luis Schiavone, NPR News, Washington.